0: And it is now time to welcome with, welcome with me to the program,
1: the Polk County Live Theater
0: Guy, John FedQ. John, how are you?
1: Good. Good morning. Great to see everyone as usual.
2: Good morning, John. How are you? Good. How are you?
1: Present. I can barely see you, but we can see you. <laughs> I'm over here. I know. <laughs> We're all here. Somebody grab the a phone book.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, that would be helpful.
1: Yes. Yeah, anybody got a booster chair?
2: I need a booster seat.
1: Yeah, booster, a booster seat there. Or like high the, chair. I like the booster seats with the seat belts in it. Oh, yeah. There you go. I won't Those fall re- out. made me feel very secure.
2: High chair? I can't have a high chair? Yes. I need some help.
1: <laughs> I believe that. Uh,
2: yes. I'm too short.
1: So, John, how have you been? I don't know what Lynn's doing right now. How have you been? Good.
0: good. No, good.
1: I thought you we guys were
0: going. Oh, Sorry. you thought we were going? <laughs> I thought you were going to start us off, you know?
1: Get no. Us so no, tell us about the movies. Well... As always, what I like to do is I do like to keep the focus on the local performing arts first before we get into the uh, the national releases and cinema.
2: So tell us what we should be looking at.
1: So just a reminder, the Fantastics opens this weekend yeah. at uh, Lakeland Community Theater. We want to give a big shout out to a friend of ours, Tom Mook. Who he was, was here in the other that- day. He was right? here on the
0: show yesterday. Yeah. Good. Him and Alan Rillan, both.
1: Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Known Tom a lo- no, I've known Tom a long time. I've worked with him quite a bit. Um, it's wonderful. So, congratulations to them and the opening of their new show. Yep. Yay. Theater Winter Haven is opening with All Shook Up. It's All a play up. inspired mm-hmm. by and featuring the songs Elvis. of one Elvis Presley. Circa 1955. I'm all shook up. Ooh. Yep. So if you're an Elvis fan, you know where you can go uh, four nights a week. Cool. Actually, three nights a week and one Sunday for the next four weeks. Wow. And then Lake Wales Little Theater is opening up their Bed, Breakfast, and Broadway show, <laughs> which is a Mayor Cunningham play. Uh, she wrote, You Only Die Twice. So- Anyway, a lot going on in performing arts in Polk County, which is always a good thing in my opinion. So I just wanted to start with that. Shifting over to uh, cinema, um, we had three openings this week. Uh, ISS, which was a science fiction thriller starring Ariana Bois and Chris Messina. They play astronauts aboard the International Space Station, and they're ordered to take control of it by any means, after a war breaks out on Earth between the U.S. and Russia.
2: Oh, no. Oh,
1: oh yes. No. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And that is what happened. Really? Oh, yes. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Uh, another film opening up is called Origin, a biographical drama starring Anne Hanu, Ellis Taylor as author Isabel Wilkerson. Whose own tragedy propelled her to write the bestseller, Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent, which is about how racism in the U.S. is an aspect of a caste system. Oh. And that's written and directed by Selma director Ava DuVernay. That sounds yeah. heavy. Uh, I have watched the trailer multiple times, and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the entire context of what they're trying yeah. to convey. Uh. I think that's a really you know, good uh, kind of Are you summary. supposed to
0: pick that up in the trailer?
1: You know, Len, you would always think so, but sometimes you just I, I would don't think a trailer
0: know. is just a tease, uh, just a taste. You don't get the entire context.
2: Well, you gotta know something. Wow, well, they just
1: got just a little more of how all the pieces fit. Yeah, like yeah. that
2: that movie that's coming out. I saw the trailer for Argyle. Yes, which, it looks oh, yeah. like a great movie, and then I'm like, okay, is the cat Argyle? Well, it turns yeah. out the cat's not Argyle. No, it's yeah. the the main spy is Argyle. Yes. And I was like, Oh, this looks really good but it was the trailer was a bit confusing.
1: And what's it about? It was. There you go.
2: Yeah. Well she is yeah. she's an author and she writes a book. Yes. And apparently the information in the book is so close to what the real spies are doing that they come hunting for. So it sounds like a great movie. Oh, you funny. know, I, I, I would like to see that one. I think that sounds fun.
1: Spies are like, they figured us, they yes, figured us out.
2: exactly. She's like, why are they after me? And he's like, like, because well, what you wrote is too close to reality.
1: <laughs> she's like, it was kind of obvious.
2: Yeah. I so. figured
1: it out. So and, I think
2: it's a great, that looks like a good one, but it is a bit confusing because, like I said, I thought the cat was
1: Argo. Yeah. Again, and and the point being is that you know, trail, lens right, the trailer is really designed to wet your whistle. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. designed to create an anticipation, and yeah. and I've seen for you know too many years to count where the trailer just has a tendency to roll on and on and on, mm-hmm. and it gives you just tremendous amounts of information yeah. in two and a half minutes. Mm. This particular um, movie, Origin, you know, it starts as one thing and then it shifts. So it starts as a relationship film, and then it shifts into this historical, you know, piece. and And I don't have any problems with that, but just trying to figure out, you know, what she was writing, why she was writing it, it just didn't gel for me. And I've seen this before. There was a movie called I think it was Words with Bradley Cooper, uh, something like that, back in the day. I don't know if anyone had seen it. It's a very small movie, and it was the same thing where it was about a writer indulging in. You know, this text that they were getting into and yada, 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 and, and they were really promoting it. Do you remember you'd go to theaters and sometimes they'd show you movie trailers, not before the film, yeah, but during the commercials? Do you remember that?
0: During commercials? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So today you go to the yes. theater and they run like television commercials before the movie starts. The movie right. yeah. starts with the official trailers and you get about three, yeah. right? And then it goes into the film. Well, Sometimes what they would do back in the day is they would run, they would try to promote other movies. This was one of those films that they were promoting. You could almost call it in-house. So it didn't have this big public marketing campaign, but it was being run in the theaters. And again, it was the same thing where I just couldn't really figure out exactly how everything tied in. But with that being said, the last big movie opening this weekend is Founders Day, uh, which is a slasher that doubles down as political satire. It's about a small town being terrorized by a mass killer in the days leading up to a heated mayoral election.
2: That could be funny.
1: <laughs> so there you go. You get, you, get, uh, you get drama, drama, and a slasher film. So I don't <laughs> I see too much films. on the comedy horizon right now. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just remember those uh, pre-movie little short animated <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. Let's yes. all go to the yes. lobby. Yeah. Especially uh, I, don't, the go, I don't go to the cinema very often and uh, haven't very I much in my they, life. And uh, uh, I, I don't. So all of the I, things that you're talking about, that's. You know, I, well, I don't still, know what's regular there. I think there, they still so.
2: play those animated ones at the drive-in theater. Mm.
1: Uh, maybe. I, know it, at I Disney think so. sci Yeah, but it's not really a lobby at, at the drive-in.
2: At Disney sci-fi theater, they play them. It's really fun. Mm.
1: So, last night, I uh, tried to get a jump on things, and I did go see ISS. You did? Which How is, was it? The, which stands you for the International... You went without Nick? Aww. <laughs> Oh, I had a, okay. I had a date with my wife and stuff. Yeah, I didn't want a third wheel of that situation. That oh, would have
2: been Okay. And Don says you guys are twins and it's really funny cuz you kind of do look like twins with hats. We look shirts.
1: exactly the same.
2: That is too funny.
1: I always knew I had a brother somewhere. <laughs> yep,
2: here he is. Brother by another we mother look exactly. And
1: thank you, Len. Now I found him. Yeah, yes. okay? I found him. Good luck with that. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> thank you, sir. He's wearing a Batman shirt. Yes. We're, we're that man today. I,
1: you all have inspired me to actually start looking at buying uh movie t-shirts. Yes. That's awesome. So I went to Kohl's and got a couple and I I wanted to be cool, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't want sure. just like gaudy whatever. And then Len's always wearing a different rock band every Friday.
2: Yep. So it's like,
1: I know he (laughs) is a music man. I like music. So I took that cue and I took that inspiration from him and started getting some movie shirts. Awesome. But again, I want them to be cool. I don't want just gaudy. Mm. Yeah. So go to Coles. I started with (laughs) Coles.
0: See now. Yes, sir. Batman could have been cooler had they uh, allowed Zack Snyder to do what he wanted to do.
2: Yeah, that was crazy. Did you
0: hear about that story? Oh, goodness. No. Uh, About 10 years ago, he wanted to uh, do a DC movie where Batman fathers a child with Lois Lane. Oh, wow.
2: And Superman kills Batman. No, no. (laughs) No.
0: That's not what it says. <laughs> no. Batman dies. Yeah. Mysteriously and then, dies. And yeah. then Lois Lane raises the child with Superman.
2: Superman killed him. He killed That's
1: him. That's interesting. You. Yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, apparently, it was all, down apparently the, the ex- exec said, uh,
1: no. no. Uh, Thank no. goodness. Well, I, you know, one of my favorite directors is George Miller. I mean, if he's really cool, yeah. if you
0: knock up Lois Lane, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. Oh. She was a source of contention, yes. uh, at least in the animated shows. Yeah. yeah. But uh, George <laughs> it... Miller, who directed uh, the Mad Max movies, yeah. actually yes. put together a Justice League film for Warner Brothers. Did no And they had the script. Yeah, yeah. And they just felt it was too bizarre to proceed with.
0: Okay. <laughs> there you go. We
2: need to get our That's hands cool. on that script.
0: Lynn, Nick, Laurieann here with John Fetkew. He's a Polk County Life theater guy. Uh, John Good morning everyone. What is happening? So do we do you know any more details about uh, of the, that script that you spoke of? Uh,
1: yeah, you can you can I want to tell you you can Okay, so the script that we're speaking of is uh is a Justice League script that George Miller wrote. And I believe they got it into pre-production. So in filmmaking you have what's known as the development phase mm. and then the pre-production, production, post-production. So development Is kind of like this. If 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 Len's my producer, I go, hey Len, I got a great idea. And he goes, what is it? And I go, we're gonna do a movie. And he goes, good, get me the script. And I go work on the script, give him the script. And when he says, okay, let's do it, I start putting together all the pieces to get the script made. Once all the pieces are in place, I go to Len, okay, we got all the pieces in place. We got names for you got we got names of actors, name of a director, names of producers, da-da-da-da-da-da. And now Len goes, good. Let's give you a release date, start moving it forward towards the production phase. So I I believe he got it into pre-production. Okay. And 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 again, so George, like a
0: casting people and stuff like that.
1: Um it was, I don't think it was that far along. Okay. But again, I think the the foundation was laid. And so again, what we're talking about is George Miller's vision of Justice League. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, for those of you who don't know, George Miller. Brought Mad Max to life. So, you know, he's an icon and we all love him and mm-hmm. he can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I love the Mad
2: Max. Movies.
1: Yeah. So, the script, I believe, is online and it actually starts at Superman's funeral. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's how it begins. Mm. And then from there, it just begins to move into his perspective of what that universe was like. And one of the big criticisms um, against filmmakers operating in the DC universe, which is the Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Uh, yeah. Lex Luthor's Superman universe, is that a lot of times the studio didn't get fans of those characters mm. to make the movies.
0: Yeah, They yeah. got
1: good filmmakers like George Miller, like Zack Snyder, mm. even Christopher Nolan, but they didn't get fans. And so... Huh. But
2: He's, did he did he write that before or after the comic books came? Because there's comic books where Superman's
1: dead. He wrote that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he wrote that after
2: I think one of them's called that. Superman's
1: oh, yeah. uh, death I think of a I friend or something. I think I have it or I used to have it. Yeah. Um. Or
2: funeral of a friend or something I think it's called.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But the point is, is that when the studios go and get non-fans, to make the movies of these comic book characters, you get results like Man of Steel. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Or Zack sure Snyder's Justice League. Not the four-hour version, the two-hour version. Whereas what Marvel did is Marvel went and got Jon Favreau mm-hmm. and a guy named Kevin, his Feige. last name is F-E-I-G-E. Feige. It's Feige. I always pronounce Feige. it Fe- Phage, but it's Feige. No, it's Kevin Feige. I thought it was Fig. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't know how it's pronounced, but here's the point. Feige. That guy was a fan of mm-hmm. the material. So he knew it. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so, again, going back to George Miller's Justice League, George was doing what George wanted to do with those characters. Yeah. Right. Not George what was not doing what we've all come right. to expect mm. of those characters. So, yeah. so the studio pulled it, and, yeah. and, and that was it. But, and Kevin Feige okay. used to be one of the producers uh, on the original X-Men movies. Was he? When they came out, yeah. Was he? Like the first X-Men movies. Okay. And again, those were lauded as being, you know, close to source material. Mm-hmm. And um, Brian Singer, uh, the director of those movies, who has all but disappeared oh. uh, from the face of the earth, um, you know, he he did really well. I actually met the producer of X-Men. His name was Ralph Winter. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, um, you know, Brian making the first three X-Men or the first two X-Men such a success. And uh, I said to Ralph, what do you think the key was? And, and Ralph basically said, my special effects. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, my yeah. special effects. I said, effects. What, what do you mean That's by that? Good. And so what I, the reason I'm telling you this is because, interestingly enough, Uh, Ralph was not taking any undue credit. What Ralph was saying was that they brought Brian in to direct the actors to get the emotional and personal stories out. And then Ralph was the one who made sure that all the effects were in line with what the fans came to know. So it was a real neat tandem and it taught me a lot about that relationship.
0: Excellent. Uh, John FedQ is the Polk County Live Theater guy. John, thank you again for coming in. Every Friday at 7.30 you can catch John And uh, we're very happy to have you on board. I love it. Great to see
1: everybody.